0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another edition of FHW Radio. I'm your host, Angry Jim. I'm here with uh, my co-host, Flyers Jack. What's up, Jack?
1: And it's the same old song (laughs) with a different meaning since we changed head coaches. We
0: should have opened up with that one, man. That was that's a good one.
1: Uh, It really is unbelievable. Same team that we play. Same team. (laughs) Same comeback base pretty close same short fast quick overtime loss anyway flyers jack at flyers jack just had to get that off my chest because it's still fresh in my mind but yeah um
0: <laughs> what did you see tonight i mean it was it looked like it was going to be a good game they were actually winning two to one it seemed like every time they scored the lightning would come right back which was almost expected but what happened in that second period man
1: wheels fell off the, the, the when you leave Steven Stamkos <laughs> wide open in the slot. What exactly do you think's gonna happen? I mean, on that one play, looked like Noel Patrick hurt something. I don't know. I don't think he was that, but like you gotta finish the play. Like unless you break something and you physically can't move, he looked like he like something was sore and he had like a look on his face. But I don't. It wasn't just him, you know. Like Lawton was caught out of position there. Everybody's just standing around watching the puck on the second goal. Guess who was lying in the in the crease with Neubirth? Andrew McDonald.
0: Can we? Like, can I say one more thing about that second goal? Like, did you see Dale Weese's positioning? Like, what? Who was well, he? Yeah. What was he doing?
1: They don't know. They get caught stand standing around looking way too often. That mo is not changed. And you know, it's not even just the defense. It's sometimes the when the forwards back check, like they're just lazy at times. Like they get caught staring a lot. You know. And that's what I was getting at with Lawton, and you are with Weiss. And that's what happens. You can't do that to a team like this who is an offensive juggernaut. Like, they will make you pay. Not only that, that one Stamkos goal, Neuverth had no shot. He he was pretty quick between the pipes today, and that one, he couldn't even get over for that one. He made some good saves. And I'm, I'm the first one to criticize Neuverth because of his injuries, and uh, among other things. But he looked I mean, he looked great against the Rangers. I'm glad he got to start tonight because I don't want Carter Harkin lit up tonight. Because you know exactly what's going to happen. This defense is going to hang him out the dry, much like they did Novart. Yep. And they just had a bad sequence in the second period where they just they were just getting just tossed around like they just they got caught snaring. Like they just were playing lazy defense. And I'm glad Scott Gordon was able to, you know, at least wake him up for the third. I saw him on the bench. He's very animated. His hands are all over the place, but you can see him. He's constantly. He'll start talking, stop, and then start talking again. Stop and start talking again. Like, you, I don't – every time I think he's done, he, like, thinks of something else he has to say, which is great because, you know, Hacksaw would just cross his arms to walk back and forth on the <laughs> bench.
0: Like, you know? So, can you imagine a coach actually coaching?
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. And even the overtime thing, it wasn't – it was a bad turnover by Giroux, but he quickly got back into position. I hate to say it, but noiva should have had that one. Yeah. He's shooting – I mean, unless he was screened, which I don't think he was. It wasn't a, it was a, was, a point-blank position.
0: I'll give know? him a little credit because I, I think it was a pretty nasty shot. I think there was a guy skating by, and the shot went behind the skater. Was, I mean, every, I feel like every goal Tampa Bay scored with maybe the exception of one was like a sick shot. Uh, so well, yeah,
1: the, two both Close goals were. And then the, the Kucherov one, the, goal. The Kucherov goal was. They have some tic-tac-toe passing, and their guys finish. Yeah, They can finish. So the only goal I didn't like. I
0: can't, can't remember who scored. who scored it.
1: Well, second one, you, I just seen McDonald laying in the crease with Neuver. It's like, just makes me laugh. Like, <laughs> they're gonna, yeah, They're going to look like really nice goals when Stamkos is left alone in the slot like that. He's going to make your backup. who Neuver, we don't even know if he belongs in the NHL anymore. It's going to make him look pretty damn silly. Um, but speaking of nice goals, Giroux had a real nifty one. He went through, what, three guys and then beat Vasileski?
0: Like He walked right then, around there. What's his name? Ryan McDonough.
1: Yeah, he made them all look silly. I mean, even Vasilevsky's like, what, he's top three in the league right now? Yeah. Um, but then they've challenged it to see if it was offside, which I didn't I didn't see what they were looking at. It didn't look enough to overturn, and then you take a penalty on top of that. If the Flyers power play was any good, we might be looking at a different game here.
0: Hey, can you not can you not challenge an offside before a penalty? Why didn't the Flyers challenge that?
1: Uh, I think it's only for a goal.
0: Only for a goal, okay.
1: Yeah, it's kinda like in football, you can't challenge like a penalty call. Yeah. No, I get I get that you're challenging the because
0: if it was the offsides penalty, the that, penalty never happens
1: right and I but the, they know that the only reason you're challenging the offsides is for a penalty it's not to overturn a goal it's to right. overturn a penalty so right. I think they got to draw a line somewhere uh, but yeah that was annoying that was definitely annoying but they did kill that penalty so mm. um, so yeah so that was tonight typical no change there but Scott Gordon overall uh, 3-1-1 since he took over Win against Detroit. Win against Nashville. Lost against Columbus. Uh, impressive performance by thing against uh, the Rangers uh, yeah. for that three to two win. And then a typical performance tonight. I mean, this is what they do. They get they, It's a high scoring affair. Usually the the last two times tonight and the previous they have been playing big time catch up uh, and they just completely disappear in o- overtime. But anytime they play this team, they um, it's a high scoring affair. It has been for years. Yeah, uh, they're the best. They're one of the best teams in the league. So you got to take what you can get. You got a point. You got a point. So yeah, especially. Much where... I say about that. So um, let me ask you, uh, where are you at with uh, Scott Gordon right now? How what do you what do you feel on the players on the, uh, the penalty kill, the power play? Like where are you
0: at? Uh, I like what I'm seeing. Uh, I mean, first five games you go three one and one. Uh, the team has some life. There's still. There's still some lapses throughout the course of the game, but I feel like they're not as long. Um they're almost it looks to me, and you could tell me if I'm wrong, but they're they're giving effort from the start to finish. Um whereas before they would go long stretches, even periods of the games like where they just don't show up. Um so I think they're actually they're they're watchable to me right now where I can watch an entire game. Like even tonight they were down 5-2 and I still sat there and and I watched the entire game, you know. Like you, you just felt like as soon as we scored, you know, it was like, okay, they're going to come back. They'll probably lose, but you know, you still wanted them to win. Um so for Scott Gordon, um I I really like what I'm seeing and and, and I mentioned a couple times earlier on some, on other podcasts uh his experience with the Phantoms really uh was appealing to me having improved in each year. Um. If if he continues to do well, I think I could see him finishing out the season for sure. At at least you know, if not another year. I know that's a little too early, but I I like what I'm seeing. I like what I'm seeing from the players. Maybe Fletcher makes a move. Um. When when does the the trade freeze stop? The twenty eighth.
1: I think it's over now. Oh, it's I over already.
0: Good.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So I I would like to see how he does with maybe a couple moves to the roster because there's a couple guys that I feel that. Still aren't pulling their weight, even with the coaching change.
1: Like, um, who who are you looking at?
0: Uh, Voracek, for one. Still isn't really doing anything for me. Um, Who else? Uh, I mean, Andy McDonald's obvious, but he is what he is. I don't think anyone's going to take him on. Uh, Wayne Simmons still. uh, and I, I love Simmer. Uh, it, this isn't even just that he's on a one-year contract, but I'm still not seeing like what I, what you want to see out of Wayne Simmons, you know? So uh, Voracek, Simmons, McDonald. I think it, it, even though I would like to see what they could get for Ghost to spare, I still think it's too early to move him because uh, I, I think he is a dynamic offensive defenseman, and they don't just grow on trees. Um, so I think it's too early to move a guy like Ghost, but uh, for sure Voracek, Simmons... If you if you could somehow move McDonald, go ahead. <laughs> if you want to take him. Um, that be something. But yeah, I haven't really been reading up as much as uh, on trade rumors or trades. How about you? Have you seen anything?
1: Well, the the most recent thing I've seen is they're still talking about goaltending, and it comes down to the three names that I've read. Oh, four. Uh Jonathan Quick, which we heard about which I'm not – I don't think they should do that. You have Carter Hart coming. Jonathan Coy has got like four-year deals at like six mil or something around there. He's not going to want to be a backup. He's got two Stanley Cups. He's not a short-term solution. He's still long-term. If anything, you're kind of blocking your Carter, your Carter Hart. And while it still wouldn't be the worst thing to get him and maybe go with a 1A, 1B, it's going to cost you a ton to get him, so I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, then the other one's Bob. So many connections here with Bob. Again, he has not proven anything in the, in the um, playoffs. He's getting older. His play has actually dipped a little bit this year. And you're going to have to shell out tons of prospects to get him and then pay him. And no thanks. It's not worth it. Like you have Carter Hart. Why do that? So guys like um, you know Jimmy Howard, but they're asking for a first and he's going to be a free agent. Are they really
0: asking for a first?
1: Yeah, well, apparently Ottawa was asking for a first for Craig Anderson, but I think the Flyers were keeping the uh, phone line open because they know that he's not worth. He's just like thirty nine years old.
0: Dude, there's you no know? way they get a first round pick.
1: I thought, I, and um, well, now he's got a concussion, so I don't think that that puts them away from him completely. I just think it puts it on hold, yeah. which is a shame because I, I really want Carter Hart to go back to the AHL with um, some confidence. I don't think he should finish out the year by any means. They have to add something. Uh, they've been in talks with St. Louis, uh, hopefully about Pareco, but apparently Jake Allen's name has been attached to that. Nobody likes Jake Allen, to be honest. So he's not the what's answer. His, like, what's
0: his contract? you know what his contract is?
1: Uh, not offhand. I can't imagine. It's too bad. But he was supposed to be the heir apparent. Remember, it was him and Brian Elliott in, with, the, with the Blues, and they got rid of Elliott. And he, he never really took the role from Elliot. He was just younger and they assumed would grow into his potential, and he just didn't. So I guess anything's better than what we have here. He's managed to stay healthy. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to go get Mike Smith. So who's that really leave? There's not a whole lot. Uh, Craig Anderson was my pick. I wanted Craig Anderson two years ago. You know, when it, I found out his wife had, I mean, he's going to sound kind of screwed up, but his wife has cancer, and sh- their treatments were like here in Philly. And they love the area from what I heard. I'm like, this is a match made in heaven. Go get the yeah. guy. And they never even like kicked the tires until like two weeks ago. Like, come on. You could have, had it. You could have avoided so much shit. But that's the players. So uh, outside of uh, goaltending, well, Pareko was a defenseman. Uh, other than that, I haven't heard much yet. I think they're focusing on goaltending before they go anywhere else. <clears throat> so as far as us trading anybody out, and these aren't rumors I had. Well, first... I was going to ask you since Scott Gordon took over. Um, I made like a quick, a quick a quick list of good, bad, and basically the same from the Haxtell era to this early Scott Gordon era. Like, what players have you seen any change in certain players? Are certain players still good? Are they bad now? Or are they still the same? So, off the top of your head, have you seen any anybody play better under Scott Gordon in these five games? <clears throat>
0: Uh, let me see who stands out specifically. Travis Sandheim stands out. Uh, well, he, he was
1: playing well, but I have him on my list too, because okay. he has been playing well. You see I'm so I think he might he's gonna be good. He's gonna be a damn good player. I really <laughs> think they need to not trade him. Like that's what I'm worried about. You're gonna trade like Sandheim for quick and then just fuck your whole oh, there's the first F bomb. Um Scott. part of this is part of this is injury, but I think JVR has played better. He's starting to put the bucket in there. Yeah, he does not turnovers and he's a little slow, but like he's scoring.
0: So yeah. you
1: know, I think overall the goaltending's been a little bit better. And I'm, you know, Hart obviously was just skilled, um, and uh, you know the defense kind of held up a little bit. But noiver for giving up six goals, he didn't look that bad tonight. He got hung out to dry. And he got and beat he with some good shots on Sunday. Sunday may have been his best game he ever played in his career against the Rangers. So so far five games, goaltending has picked it up. Uh, I think Giroux is the best player on this team, and there's a huge gap. Like, mm. it's Giroux, and then, uh, you know, I'm, some guys might get there. But right now, it's Giroux, a huge fall-off, and then everybody else. And we're going to miss him when he's gone. He's one of the most underrated players in Philly, of all, in all sports. And
0: This team would have five wins without Claude Giroux. What's that? This team might have five wins without Claude Giroux.
1: It's the truth, and we're just, like at least it's been said before, just wasting his career. And just see that he only makes like .25 more than Voracek, it's like, wow. He should be making like nine and a half, and Voracek should be making like six. Um, the only other name I have on there is like Raffle. He's finally started to score. I don't know if it has anything to do with Gordon.
0: Hey, he's I figured i to
1: throw it out there.
0: Scotty Lawton, so of the- Lawton looks good. I mean, he was playing well before, but he, he's standing out to me a little bit more.
1: Well, he's on my same list. Uh, although defensively, he started to make some yeah. some mistakes. It's like unless he's on the penalty kill, he a five on five defense. He's like he gets lost sometimes and doesn't pay attention. Uh, is we don't on the team anymore? I I swear I'd never see the guy's name.
0: He's, he's been like, scratched. I'm okay with that.
1: I'm okay with that too. And somebody put a funny tweet. It was like. Wheel equals Atkinson equals uh, another irrelevant Flyers player equals... Ben. I
0: saw that one, actually, and it's so true.
1: Well, that's why it stuck out to me. I was like, this is kind of true. Like, here we go. I mean, I think he's been, he has a higher ceiling than Jake Atkinson, but still, like, the results aren't there. Um, this has been roughly the same. Hag, I, was, I said he was the same. He had a goal tonight, so that obviously makes him a little bit better. Yeah. But I say he's roughly the same. Simmons is the same. Should have buried that goal in the first, but, you know... Vasilevsky, I'd say TK is roughly the same, uh, and then on the bad list, I have Patrick and Provorov simply because they're the same and it's not any better. Yes, Provorov had a dandy of a goal today, but he still is getting frustrated very easily and he's making mistakes, uh, and Patrick just looks dead in the water, it sucks, I can't stand watching him play right now, he just, it, mostly because he was the second overall pick of the draft, and it's just like, dude, give me something. Like show no. a flash of skill, or to, you know that you can break through this. He looks like well, a below-average center who might might hang on the third line. Like that sucks.
0: Yeah, he just looks like another another dude out there. He doesn't look like anything special. I, I've yet to see anything special from from Nolan Patrick.
1: Um, you know, Ghost. I, I'm not seeing the offensive output I uh, like we like we're used to. I think he misses still missing the net a lot. And his defense just isn't there. It hasn't been all year, and nothing has changed about that. Uh, McDonald's, McDonald's still falling, skating into his own goaltender, making bad passes, just typical of McDonald. Nothing's changed, nothing ever will. Mm-hmm. I think part of Provorov's, well, any of the young defenseman's regression, besides the Gordon Murphy when he was here and the system, uh, has been the, the, the veteran presence on defense as this clown. Uh, and finally, Vorchek. Um Yes, he has flashes, but overall, he's so not worth his contract. He, I'm really—he really frustrates me. Like if you you watch the game, he doesn't. Ha- all his turnovers don't lead directly to goals, but there's a lot of turnovers. There's a lot of, blind passing. There's a lot of just losing the puck. You know, he does a lot right, but he does a lot wrong. Too.
0: There's at least three to four blatant turnovers throughout the course of a game, at least.
1: It's bad and it's, it's luckily it didn't lead directly to odd man rushes for, for whatever reason because he got held up or something and you know but he flat out lost the puck and lost possession and was out of position and had to scramble to get back and it's really frustrating because he should what he's getting paid he playing play a hell of a lot better um, how about the power play what they, I think they've scored what, one or two power play goals maybe three in these five games I don't think they've been a little bit better but that's only because they were dead in the water doing nothing so i I would say they're roughly the same, maybe slightly better, but
0: did they get one tonight i don't I don't recall if they did or not today. yeah, did they got one?
1: I thought they scored right after it,
0: <clears throat> okay, maybe that's it uh
1: I know, and I know they have scored on them, but it was like oh, the drought's over, and I feel like that was like two games ago, uh-huh. and they really maybe scored one or two more times since so. I don't think they're much improved there. I'll give that more time, obviously. Uh, and then I think the PK is slightly better. I think they're more aggressive, but I also think the goaltending is better, which directly has led into that. So overall, I'd say there's more good than bad. Very small sample size, but, you know, I mean, the record shows uh, they played – Nashville and Detroit or I'm sorry Nashville and the Rangers have been pretty good this year so those are two solid wins took care of business Detroit and they had two close games against two really good teams even got a point out of Tampa so you can't you can't get upset about that especially because we used to kill Hacksaw so long I just want to take a break from killing the damn coach Uh Um, so I mean you you really can't ask for much more especially when you're calling in Carter Hart you know um, so with that, uh, that's where we are now. What do you want to see the Flyers do? Do you want to see them make a move? Do you want to see them stay the course? Do you want Carter Hart to go down? What do you, what do you, what do you think? Do you want them to tank? What are you thinking? Uh,
0: I still want – see, every year I just want them to make the playoffs. But you know that if they make the playoffs, they're not going to do anything. Um, And I think they're past very the, right. But, I was
1: going to say, you got, I get where you're coming from, but you got a player like Jack Hughes out there. Are you willing to let him go?
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, you might not get him, but you want a shot at a guy like that if this team needs a, a player like that.
0: I feel like so they, it, they would have to get lucky to get the number one pick, and, and I, I just don't see that happening for the Flyers. So.
1: I, Is it I, worth getting bounced in the first round or just missing the playoffs?
0: See, if you look at this roster... If they made one or two solid moves, they could win a playoff series still. Like, uh, like who who's in the East? You have Tampa Bay, you have Toronto, and you have the Capitals. Who'd I miss? Is there one more?
1: What they can make the playoffs?
0: That that's a legitimate uh, contenders for the Stanley Cup. Boston's
1: pretty good.
0: Okay, Boston. Uh Then you
1: know Pittsburgh tends to be a second half team.
0: So, let's say the Flyers finish, uh, you know, at the bottom, and they're facing a team uh, like Tampa Bay, the Maple Leafs, or uh, who else did we say? Boston. Boston, Washington. Or the Capitals.
1: They, like, macked up well against the Capitals. That's the only team I could see them giving a run. Uh, Tampa, I think the first two games would be, like, tonight's game, and then I think Tampa would just wipe the floor with them.
0: Yeah, Uh, see?
1: Toronto would embarrass them like they did. They got hexed all fired, so um, Boston they didn't embarrass them, but they they want, they beat them like three nothing, and they just outplayed them in every facet of the game. The, the scoreboard didn't show how bad they were outplayed. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think they can beat anybody in the playoffs. Maybe maybe Pittsburgh because they've taken a step back, but if they or Washington because they match up well, but probably not. Like that's really wishful thinking, um, especially if they don't add anybody. So I said, like, and then say so you do get by the first round, you're going to, you're going to beat the next team and the team after that. There ain't no way.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like, so, like Stanley Cup or bust, man. If you're going to make the playoffs, like you got to win, but I want them to make the playoffs.
1: I know it's playoff hockey. Nothing beats it, but you know, they say a hot goalie can take you all the way. There is no way a hot goalie could take this team, this team, you know, through three rounds of the playoffs. Like there's no way. There's absolutely no way.
0: What do you want them to do? So, you want them to tank? I
1: don't want to say tank. I hate that term, but sort of. I want them to cut dead weight. I want them to see him trade Simmons. Hopefully, it's Rana for something. Maybe look to move um, McDonald. It's very unlikely, but you try. Wheel. Get, you can get rid of Wheel. Uh, see if any takers for Raffle. Uh, who else? I, again, Voracek is probably very unlikely. Um, Goudis. I would trade Gudis. You know, how I'd even trade Neuvers.
0: I think I think Gudis may have some value now.
1: Yeah, I mean they all might have something, even just veterans. Like defense and goaltending is very tough to come by nowadays, especially goaltending. But the honestly, the goaltending as a whole in the league this year has not been very good at all. No. So, you know, that's why the price is so high. Um, and defense on top of that. They're, they're always premium. So, you know, you can probably get something, move some salary, move some guys up. Maybe see what Felipe Myers have. Maybe call it Mark Freeman. I like to, you know, have a shot at Jack Hughes, clear some salary, get some assets back, see what you can do. And then play some kids. See what you got. Give them some tryouts. So to, you know, get their... Uh, Give him a cup of coffee with the big club. I don't see why not. And then it, you know, then say you finish as like the fifth worst team, get lucky in the lottery, boom, you have Jack Hughes. If but the, if you don't get Jack Hughes, there's going to be other great, like really good players at the top of the draft, you know. So instead of going for it, drafting like seventeenth, you know, getting them, you know, who knows what, and you can get another Scott Walton in there for all you know. And then you really have no shot at the playoffs. You don't. You won't get that stud, elite prospect in your system to go along with everything else. And you're kind of right back where you started, hoping you catch lightning in a bottle with the right goaltender and young guys on rookie contracts, and just go from there. So, I guess that leads me in the Chuck Fletcher at this point because I got. I want to see what he does. That's what we're we're asking. What we'd like to see, and. um it's going to start with, he's going to make a move within the next three weeks, I'm pretty sure. I say that because I really want to spread it out the time, uh, but it, like, I don't think it's going to go to the trade deadline. Um, so what has been, I mean, he really hasn't done much, but I'll ask you anyway. What has been your impression of Chuck Fletcher, and what are your, um, what do you expect from him, at least this year?
0: So I, I kind of like his approach so far. Um, I, I know that they're saying they're trying to make moves and this and that, but if I'm Chuck Fletcher and I'm I'm taking over as GM of a new team, uh I kinda wanna see what I got. I feel like that's what he did with Hackstall. Um he he kinda gave him a chance to prove himself and he just didn't do it. So when he came home from the trip, got rid of Hackstall, he brought up his uh AHL guy. That that to me told me that he didn't have a guy lined up. Right? So if he if he had his own guy ready, he would have brought him in. He would have got rid of Hackstall sooner. Um but he he took the wait and see approach. He felt Scott Gordon could do a better job than Hackstall, and so far he is. Um as far as the roster, I uh, I think he's had enough time to evaluate it. I don't think he's gonna make any uh huge additions to the roster, but I could see him moving um like Simmons or or uh, a lesser player. I don't think he's gonna make a, a move like Voracek this year. Um maybe during the offseason that would be easier. But I could definitely see him moving Simmons, maybe bringing in a, a goalie on a one- or two-year contract. Nothing crazy. Um, how about you? What do you think?
1: Well, I, I said what I, what I wanted to do, but I wanted to go over his history because he's not a first-time GM. He was with Minnesota. And uh, I've written down here, and let me, I'll tell you, you let me know what you think. But um, I'll save drafting for later. His trades. some of his... Best and worst trades. Um, he was the GM from 09 uh, to 20, April of 2018 for Minnesota. Uh, some of his good trades he traded uh, a third round pick for Devin Dubnik. That's a good trade. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as you see, he's easily their starting goaltender. He traded Cal Clutterbuck and a third round pick for Nino niederreiter He's been, Cloud Clutterbuck is what, a fourth line player? Need an a can roll right on their second line if they need. Uh, he traded a first, third, and a seventh for uh, the Islanders first. Uh, they took Calvin DeHaan, where he took Nick Letty. Nick Letty is better than Calvin DeHaan. I only got two additional picks. Um, oh, that's a bad trade. I wrote that on the wrong side. <laughs> so some of his bad trades is um, he traded Kim Johnson, who used to play for the Flyers, and Nick Letty. For Cam Barker, and I believe – uh, yeah, for Cam Barker. It was basically a two defensemen for a defenseman, and he um,
0: – I remember Cam Barker.
1: He basically gave up Nick Letty. Cam Barker didn't play much after that, so he gave up a nice young defenseman who really carved out a nice career for himself. Uh, this one's a doozy, and you tell me whether you think this is a good or a bad deal. I have it on bad, but he gave up a first, a second a goaltending prospect who really didn't turn into anything. And uh, uh, Johan Larson was a left-wing prospect for a fourth-round pick in Jason Palminville. Jason Palminville was captain of the Buffalo Sabres. He came along for the playoff run. They didn't do much. He uh, re-signed him, and in his first year, he had 30 goals, but then after that, it was all downhill for Palminville. Now, ready for this one? It's a doozy. He trades um, Brent Burns. The same Brent Burns in the San Jose, and a second round pick for David Sataguchi, Charlie Coyle, and a 2011 first round pick. So it doesn't seem as bad as I thought because he got that first. But he traded Brent, a young Brent Burns, who's one of the best defensemen in the league over the last five years, easily.
0: And Sataguchi, um, I think, was at his all time. I don't think he ever got much better after that. <clears throat> they didn't no, have. If they didn't Art give Coil up that second.
1: Um. Here and the last one, I had to add this one. They, he gave he traded the Flyers a third round pick for Daryl Powell I thought that was hilarious. Um, and then he then he gave he just it, and this is there's a trend I'm getting at here. He traded a first, a second, and a fourth and a a, a prospect for Hansel or Martin Hansel from Phoenix, Ryan White, former Flyer, and a fourth round pick. My point of what I'm getting at in these trades here is he's burning through prospects and draft picks to compete. And I hope that's not why they brought him in. Yeah, he traded two first-round picks. But he, he he, he trades a lot of prospects. And, oh, yeah, one more really bad trade. I have it on my miscellaneous. For the expansion draft with Vegas, he had a deal with Vegas to not touch any of his defensemen Instead, he talked them into taking Eric Holla, who's good. <laughs> and instead, and he traded them uh, his 2014 first-round pick, Alex Tuch. Tuch, Tuch? Damn. Sure. Again, a very solid player. So that was absolutely horrible for him. Um, yeah, he so gave him fifth, two good players. Great tra- his trading, I think he got lucky with Dude Nick. Um
0: He stunk. He came player, from Edmonton, didn't he?
1: What's that?
0: He came from Edmonton.
1: He was at the time he was with Phoenix, but yeah, originally Edmonton. Oh, Phoenix, he was in that's Edmonton. right. Yeah, he uh, he been bounced around. wasn't very good. I think he got lucky, so I wouldn't call him some kind of master trade guy. So he burns, he he try, he goes for it, but he burns a lot of his assets, and he that's kind of scary.
0: Traded two first um, round picks.
1: That's what I mean. But his free agency has been a little bit better. Um, he, he traded for, or uh, he signed Martin Havlet after Chicago let him go. He was a centerpiece of their team for a bit. I always liked well, Martin we all, What's
0: that? I said I always liked him. He was never healthy, though.
1: He was never healthy. He was a little bit of a dirty player. He liked to uh, swing his stick around a little bit. Um, we all remember the Parisay, uh, Ryan Suter summer. You know, I, I can't even give him full remarks for that. It sounds like ownership stepped in and said that the. The homeboys want to come home, play home, give them whatever they want, and he did. It, there was He wasn't really bidding against anybody. They, just, they were always coming to the wild, and they, they came together. Yeah. Uh, that kind of hand struck him, and I, I have heard of, uh, him being defended that because he had these huge, two huge contracts, he had to go for it while they were in, in like a certain window, and that's why he burned through some of his prospects and picks, but... I believe it when I see it uh, his best free agent signing to date I would say though is Eric Stahl he signed Eric Stahl after he was traded to the uh, Rangers and released Eric Stahl has been great since yeah he, uh, he's like scoring he scored like 42 goals last year he's been scoring on a ton this year looks great um, the only two bad ones I wrote down was Jason Palmerville re-upping on him uh his first year was great after that downhill quick, and he ended up trading him back to Buffalo just to clear cap. And he signed Thomas Matic. Uh, up, only the three-year, and he
0: bought him out of his last this year. If you only sign a three-year deal and you're bought out of your last year, you must not be very good. <laughs> That's pretty bad.
1: And finally, his drafting. Um, it seems that he's completely, he's not bad in the first round. So, just to run down some names, Nicoletti09, Marcus Grandlin, 2010, James uh, Broden. I can't remember his first name. Jonas. 2011, 2012, Alex Touch. Touch. Whatever. 2014, he traded him. Uh, It's still too early on some of the guys now. Uh, Only bad one was Zach Phillips in 2011. Uh, In the second round, guys like Jason Zucker is pretty good. Oh yeah. Jordan Greenway, the prospect. But then he has a lot of misses. I got like I don't even know any of these players. He's got like five misses in the second round. uh, Third round, all misses. Fourth round, all misses. Fifth <laughs> round, maybe one guy. The one thing I will say was he got Darcy Kemper, who was a long time backup for them, in the sixth round, and he got Eric Holla in the seventh round. But again, he traded him away, so or he let him get picked. So uh, he seems to be if he'll get, he, uh, I would say there's seventy five percent percent chance he hits in the first round, and then it's a complete crapshoot after that. Definitely not like Hexall.
0: So trade. So, so we could trade some of these picks.
1: Which it's which it seems he does. He seems to be a little bit of a mover and shaker with trading picks. He's he has done that. I just uh, I hope he try. I hope it was more a scouting staff and less Hexall and they can give him better information because if if he if he doesn't think if he doesn't think he. Um, can draft very well or he needs to draft very well. He's going to just trade the pick. So I'm not too worried about it. So that was a little bit of his history. We didn't really talk about it since we got him because there was so much shit going on. Yeah. Um, but a lot of what I just read to you basically tells me he's got a little bit of Holgram in him. And I don't see much Hextall in him at all. Uh, I just hope he's a lesser version of Holgram. It doesn't burn through our assets just to compete now, which would be literally be a, a bad idea.
0: Uh, it seems like all's quiet ever since Scott Gordon came up and the team's winning. And you know what? I wonder if they brought up Carter Hart for this reason because everyone's still talking about Carter Hart. Um, They're playing well, which I think benefits the uh, organization this way. It takes the focus off, you know, because if they were still losing, could you imagine what everybody would be saying? Oh, when are they going to make a move? they got to trade this guy. they got to trade that guy. That kind of stuff's quieted it, down a little bit.
1: And thank God because I feel like if they had one since Scott Gordon came up, you can't get rid of them. You know, Quimville's not ready to come in anyway. I hope. I still hope that's who we wind up with, but you know, we'll see. Uh, but they would have to make a move, basically, and they would probably overpay, lose some really nice prospects for God knows what. You know, I mean, you're looking at trading Sandheim plus to get quick. You or if you go the Craig Anderson route, you're giving up a first round. You're probably giving like a first and a fourth. Just to quiet the fan base, to show you're, you know, serious. So I'm glad they're winning for that, that sake. And kind of get the fans start coming out. Ticket prices already skyrocketed. <laughs> like, it's like the second card heart came up. My dad went to check on tickets. He's like, yeah, I want to see the Flyers-Capitals game. Like, 70 bucks of tickets before taxes. <laughs> <I was laughs> like, yeah. But two and a half weeks ago, I bet you they were like 34 or
0: some shit like that. Funny how that works. Um, they sold those Santa
1: Sacks, man. I told you. Carter Hart's <laughs> jerseys flying off the shelves. Santa Sacks next year. Yeah, they know what they're doing, unfortunately. Yeah, they should um, do. In that regard. So, yeah. I mean, but I am glad that they have one simply to keep, keep the, like, emergency nuclear button at bay. So you don't start trading everybody to have, like, a two-year window. And then you're back to square one with bad contracts and no prospects. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I'm curious. <clears throat> I am curious to see what his first move will be, and the coach doesn't count. No, you no. Know, you know, I feel like an organizational decision, not a Chuck Fletcher decision. Um, I want to see what his first trade is, and I don't want to say I want it to be a blockbuster. I just want it to be a smart trade. You know, yeah. I wanted to. I want him to win the trade. I want it to be like a smart, nifty little trade. You know what I mean? Like honestly, Craig Anderson after his injury for like a. Second and a fifth, I'd be all about that. Flyers are plenty of picks, plenty of prospect.
0: Something, something subtle, but <laughs> will make a difference on the roster.
1: It, well, it, you know, nobody makes a bigger difference than it, for this team, especially than the goaltender.
0: Yep.
1: And uh, you know, I say a second, but as long as you keep your first, because it's looking like it's not going to be too high. Um, so yeah, just make some, just make a smart move. Um, tough loss tonight. But, you know, there's no time. I think we're going to see something soon. In the next two, three weeks, something should go down. I think the rumors are going to ramp back up again, especially with the Flyers. So,
0: Real quick before we before we wrap up, do they win Saturday? Do they take three out of four points in Florida?
1: You know, Carter Hart's probably going to be in net, so I'm going to say, yeah. Florida hasn't been too impressive this year, although LaWongo shut them down. Well, if we can answer back with Carter Hart... And this loss doesn't look inspiring, but the fact that they came back again and got a point, maybe it could be. We'll see how Scott Gordon re, re, uh, responds and has his team respond. So if they get off to a hot start, play smart, stay out of the box, I think they win like uh, I think they win like 4-2. to two. I think they
0: could. That's a good score. I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say 4-2 Flyers. i down. Worse for me. All right. Well, you want to wrap this one up, Jack? You want to take it home?
1: Yeah, unless you've got some uh, trade uh, scenarios you want to throw at me, like punch holes in and uh, ruin your day.
0: <laughs> I'll do that on Twitter. You can you can join everybody else.
1: know. Well, yeah, we'll be careful. There's some uh, wrong people <laughs> out
0: there. There are some bi- pretty crazy people, man. All right, so we'll wrap this one up.
1: Well, I am Flyer Yak. You can catch me at Flyers Yak. I need all the followers I can get. Um other than that I guess we'll be back uh, next Thursday
0: I assume I mean we could do a little sooner if you want but uh, yeah I'm, I'm Jim underscore FHW uh, you can guys you guys can find us on Anchor on uh, every podcast format uh, I'll have this uploaded tonight you could do it tomorrow on your way to work on your way home from work whenever you want Where where, where wherever you need us to be <laughs> so have a good night guys we'll talk to you next week and go Flyers yeah baby Yeah. I forgot to stop it on this one.